Fellow Blazers, welcome to episode 11 of UAB Green and Told. Through this podcast, we sit down with members of the UAB family to share their stories. I'm Greg Berry, Assistant Director in the UAB Office of Alumni Affairs. In this episode, we're catching up with Alicia Fashinska, a lead IT auditor at Protective Insurance. Alicia's UAB story actually begins with her baby sister being born at Children's Hospital. We have visited her in the hospital and uh, her window actually overlooked UAB. So that was my kind of first glance at UAB. And I was a sophomore in high school at that time. But UAB wasn't where this Oak Mountain graduate was planning to end up. Alicia was dead set against staying in Birmingham. And the trailblazer started painting this beautiful story of the campus and then walking me through it. Things suddenly changed. It truly felt like home. Without falling in love with UAB, Alicia wouldn't be the person she is today. In fact, she probably wouldn't even be in the job she is in today. Funny story about that. Um, the job that I currently have is because of a professor at the School of Business okay. that I've never had. Alicia Fashinska has a Southern name, but not from the Southern US. It's a name from a small town in South Poland where she was born. It wasn't until her family moved to Birmingham in 2001 for her dad's job that she came to the United States. So after three years, uh, he was a liaison for his company and they extended the contract. And then after the contract extension, uh, our sister was born and uh, my sister Julia was actually born with Down syndrome. Okay. And she was able to get all of the medical needs that she needed at Children's Hospital. And that really truly saved her life. So we did visit her whenever she was in the NICU. And that was really, uh, and this was also in the old Children's Hospitals. Uh, but yes, we have visited her in the hospital and uh, her window actually overlooked UAB. So that was my kind of first glance at UAB. And I was a sophomore in high school at that time. So that was when you're starting to think about college. Mm -hmm. So where were you going to high school at? Uh, I went to Oak Mountain High School. Um, what kind of student were you? In high school, <laughs> so I was a uh, I was a nerd. Uh, I was a pretty good <laughs> I was a pretty good student, um, and I loved to learn uh, at, at school. Uh, I always joke that my sister and my brother are probably a little smarter than I am, uh, but we're equally, I guess, nerds all across the board in all of our little specialties. As she started to think about where to go to college, she quickly dismissed staying in her own backyard and dreamed of going somewhere that didn't overlook the UAB campus like her sister's room at Children's did. So, of course, while you're in high school, a lot of your decisions are driven by your friends. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, most of my friends were going to Auburn. And that's where I wanted to go. I was so convinced I was going to Auburn. And I even said to my mom, and we actually laughed about it whenever I told her mm -hmm. that I'm talking on this uh, podcast, that I told her that over my dead body, I'm going to UAB. I did not want to go to UAB. Uh, I wanted to be with my friends. I thought that I'm leaving this big part of my life behind whenever they're about to leave to college and I'm going to college all alone to UAB. I just 
did not envision myself going here at all. But things changed. What drew you in? <laughs> things changed rather quickly. So I remember to this day, I went my senior year, um, Veterans Day. Okay. I had Veterans Day off school, and I said, I'm going to visit UAB because my mom kept telling me, go visit, just check it off, to make sure that you have seen it like you, like you saw the other schools, mm -hmm. uh, and make your decision off of that. Uh, my mom's a psychologist also, very smart woman. She said, go in with a clear mind and really get in touch with your emotions. See where you belong. So with that, of course, I was angry that I had to go. Uh, so um, I went on the tour. So my mind was already, I'm not getting convinced. I'm just going on this tour. Yeah. Um, but after I left, or I started going through the tour, and the trailblazer started painting this beautiful story of the campus and walking me through it, things suddenly changed. It truly felt like home. All of the other visits that I've made to other campuses were not existent to me. And this is where I truly started feeling that this is where I belong. Uh, this school uh, and the stories that, of course, the Trailblazer interwined in their tour, uh, the personal touches, and the conversations that I was able to have uh, truly made it feel like this is where I belong. So that night, I went on the computer and I applied to UAB. I submitted my application. I applied to the School of Business because I have finally found, I, I was finally at peace because I found where I belonged. What did your mom and, and dad say? Because you did set against UAB. Yeah. <laughs> so they, well, they were, they were pleased because, well, I, I, I was going to be very close to home but it's not that close, and, and it, it didn't bother me at all. I had a two-year-old sister at the time whenever I started UAB, so I wanted to be a part of her life. So it really also made sense to me be pretty close to home where I could pop in and be a part of Julia's life as well um, and not just have to drive a couple hours. But my parents were very surprised. Uh, I think in the background they were kind of cheering, uh, like, Go Blazers. Oh, yeah. Yes. How big of a decision was it to say to yourself, you know what, I do want to stay closer to home because of her as well, and what's that bond that you have with her? For an 18-year-old at that time, uh, it's a pretty mature decision because my decision was based off of, one, staying close to Julia, making sure I have that bond. Uh, Number two, looking at my education. When you look over at the skyline, you can literally see your employers from the windows of your own classroom. Uh, so that, that was a big decision at the time. Uh, I was worried that I made the wrong decision, but from that point on, whenever I said I'm going to UAB, I started wearing UAB gear to school. I started full, being fully committed. Uh, to UAB, talking about it with my friends, uh, making sure, I mean, all of my teachers knew, but of course they knew the other part of the story. They knew yeah. of how I wanted to go completely somewhere else and study a completely different field. So, um, but 
my bond with my sister currently, uh, I cherish it so much. I am so happy that I made the decision that I have. I was there whenever she was making her first steps. She was saying the, for, the her first words. I was there with when we had successes, when we uh, had downfalls, when we mm -hmm. had to support one another. Um, uh, right now she is in fifth grade. She is very successful in fifth grade. People love her. She brings a smile to people's faces. Um, and I'm just very happy that Julie is a part of my life and that I'm part of Julie's life. So the decision was made to go to UAB and to wear the green and gold. Originally, she planned on following in her father's footsteps and become an engineer, but she wound up blazing her own path. Business management was my primary major. That is, as a freshman, I started as a business management major, and the sole reasoning behind it is I am very bossy. Okay. So <laughs> I thought, well, um, because of my very bossy uh, personality, which some people will call professionally leadership personality, I don't know if my siblings would agree uh, or not, but I have... Uh, been very good at delegating work around the house as a child. Uh, so household chores were done by my siblings and I was the supervisor. Um, I thought that was going to be a great fit and it really was. I love organizational behavior. I love learning about why people do certain things the way they do it and why um, they behave the way they do in a workplace environment, and then project management and uh, operational management. It, it, it really was a great fit for me. And then my sophomore year, my um, advisor realized that I'm getting ahead of myself here at UAB. Uh, and in order to do my education in four years, she, suge she suggested to add a second major. Okay. And she suggested information systems. Uh, and I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. She's like, try it out. Try it out and let me know. Yeah. So I did. And I absolutely fell in love with it from day one. I really enjoyed learning about data and how data transforms into information and information into these decisions. And that is where my life journey has kind of evolved into. Uh, me really focusing on that aspect of information systems. With your information systems background, is that what you're doing today with Protective? Yes. So, uh, funny story about that. Um, the job that I currently have is because of a professor at the School of Business okay. that I've never had. So, a professor was, um, he was a part of this organization that now I'm actually on the board of, and my current manager, he was also on the board okay. um, with uh, Dr. Jamie Worrell. And so my manager was looking for staff members to be part of the IT audit team. And so Dr. Worrell said, all right, let me gather some resumes. And so he asked my advisor to just gather some resumes from information system students and mine was among the mix. Okay. So he passed it on to my manager and when I got the job, I was very thankful and I came up to him and I said, 
why did you have so much faith in me? You have no idea who I am because I was not your student. And he, and he said, professors talk and professors, from one professor to the next professor, they have heard about me and he had full faith to give my resume off to protective. Um, so that was a really cool story of how I even had this job in the first place. So it's a connection from UAB to protective, but it's still UAB. It's just continuing that family, the community atmosphere. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and also the collaboration that had to go with this career. So I interviewed in December thinking that the job is going to start in May. And the job started in January of oh, 2015. Wow. So I told my now manager uh, if I could hold off until May. And he's like, well, we kind of need you to start working now. That's that's a position that we, we have a big need mm -hmm. right now. So I said, you know what? I, I, I might... I might just hold off. I have school and everything else going on. Uh, this might be, I, I can't just quit everything at once. So he, who he's actually a UAB alum himself, um, he said that we will collaborate. Okay. So it was a big collaboration effort on his part to allow me to finish off my degree uh, until May or early May and with the professors because I still had to take core classes and I already had my um, entire schedule planned out for the spring semester. So we had to quickly change it around before the deadline of all classes closing. And we had to change a lot of the classes from in-person classes to online classes. So I'm so thankful that UAB even has that option because I was able to start a career five months before I graduated college. That unexpected job definitely created chaos in her coursework as she went back to the drawing board to balance her classes and budding career. It was a big load because I was trying to finish off, uh, I believe I had 15 hours that I was still finishing that semester. Wow. Uh, so there was one class that I did have to go in class because it didn't have an online option at the time. Now it does. Uh, but it was from 2 to 3.15, so it's also a very odd time, but we made it work all throughout the semester. Um, and it was very scary because I'm trying to start a career, but I'm also trying to maintain that GPA that I was cultivating for these past three and a half years. Because you're a nerd. Yes, because I'm a nerd. So, <laughs> so um, I had 4.0 and I was not about to lose it my last semester. So it was very hard to make sure that I kept up my grades. I did everything on time. I submitted everything on time, on time but also kept a very um, high level of, uh, I guess, work and, um, and everything I was putting out at work in order to keep my job. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't just put one or the other on the back burner. But at least there was this common understanding that from, from my manager that I'm still finishing school and he was so respectful of that and I'm so thankful for it. Still to come on this episode of Green and Told, Alicia shares with us what she would like to be doing in the coming years. We'll explore that and more in a moment.
love is in the air. This Valentine's, share your love while supporting UAB student scholarships through the UAB National Alumni Society. Pre-order a delicious cupcake package for your sweetie, coworker, or student. The pack of four cupcakes is only $20 and we have five packages to choose from. For more details or to order, visit alumni.uab.edu slash cupcakes. Welcome back. Alicia Fashinska has never been someone to sit back and let the world pass her by. While still an undergraduate student at UAB, not only did she share her UAB story with future students as a trailblazer, she was also part of the Green and Gold Fund, where she helped manage the school's half-million-dollar portfolio. The Green and Gold Fund is a student-run portfolio, and our group was probably around 40 people large. I did have to take roles, so I, I do have all of those roles somewhere on the Google Drive that I kept up with. Um, and there were, I believe, eight or 12 portfolio managers who had different sectors of the markets. Okay. Um, and they did research about different, um, different stocks that are out there, bonds and so on. And what these students had, so there was a portfolio manager and under, and this portfolio manager was a student, just okay. a regular UAB student. And underneath that portfolio manager, we had analysts, and those are, once again, UAB students, and they did research in that sector. So if they thought that a certain stock is going to do very well in the future, they did a presentation, a buy, sell, or a hold. So okay. either we want to, um, either they said we would like to buy this new stock that they researched, or they would like to sell something that we currently own as a fund, or they would like to hold a position that we currently have on the fund and why. Okay. So they gave different reasons, and of course they went into their research of the historical trends and so on and so forth. So you really got to learn about the stock and sometimes it became kind of like your baby because uh -huh. you kept watching it every single day. It's like, oh, it's going up, it's going up. Yeah. And you got really excited that your prediction was actually being fulfilled by the research and all the hard work that you put into it. So it's a fund that was driven by the students and after the presentation, the fund managers got to vote okay. whether they wanted to sell, buy, or hold what, whatever the presentation was. And then after they voted, then professor actually went in and made that trade. So it was truly driven by the UAB students. Mm -hmm. And what's the cool part is the money that was made by the fund, that went back to scholarships of the Green and Gold Fund members. So I got a little bit of a scholarship, the portfolio managers got a little bit of a scholarship, all those people that were um, in leadership positions on the fund mm -hmm. actually got to receive a little bit of the funds that they have made through this portfolio. Alicia was a deeply immersed student at UAB. As a teaching assistant for Dr. Anthony Hood, she was able to pull things from him that she still utilizes today. Oh, uh, I've learned so much from Dr. Hood. Um, strategy, strategy, he, he is Mr. Strategy. Um, he has, he can put anything into a plan. And that's what 
with my personality of I see it, I want to achieve it. Mm -hmm. That's what I've learned is to put it into steps, into something that I can check off different milestones, different goals in order to get to that point, in order to really fulfill those dreams that I have. So I dream big, I dream uh, very wide, but I have to hone it down somehow, put it on paper, and he has definitely helped me out because uh, I was actually a TA for his strategy class. Okay. Um, so that's the capstone class. So I've learned all about strategy. I graded people's strategy um, work and, and paper. So I was able to read a lot of examples that people have uh, written, and I have actually, well, I, I was very much inspired by, by the work that students were submitting. So I have taken a lot of bits and pieces from uh, things that have written that the students have written mm -hmm. and applied it in my own life because I said, okay, this is a, a very good idea. Let me personalize it and turn it into something that I can apply in my own situation. Strategy plays an important role in Alicia's life, but exactly where does she see herself in five, 10, and even 15 years from now? Oh, good question. <laughs> I would like to still be very much involved with UAB and I see myself doing that. Okay. And I also see myself being very involved in the community. I'm starting uh, right now being on junior boards, but really honing down and helping the UAB vision and potentially creating a program for people with developmental delays, okay. for them to have a program here at UAB that would offer them a degree, a quasi-degree in life skills. And I would love to see that program be here at UAB uh, 10 to 15 years from now, and me being involved in whatever uh, shape, form, or fashion it is with that program, and really giving back uh, to my UAB family because they have given me a future. Does that go back to your sister Julia a little bit? Absolutely. So I always say that we currently have three blazers and I would love to have the fourth one who loves UAB, uh, loves to come on campus and uh, see her siblings, loves to visit with us. So she has been a part of the UAB family and the Blazer family from the very beginning. And I would love for her to also be an alumna. Your brother and sister that are um, also Blazers, are they currently here? Have they graduated? They're actually currently here. Okay. Uh, so I've got a sister who's a senior. Okay. She's graduating in May uh, 2020. And she is in the biology field. So molecular biology oh, wow. and genetics are her love. Okay. Uh, and then I have a brother who is a sophomore at UAB and cybersecurity and computer science are his love. Uh, so our family is all over the place. We each have our niche specialty from my dad being an engineer, my mom a psychologist, I, I'm in business, my brother in computer science, my sister in biology, and then we'll see where Julia will be. Was it a much easier decision because they saw what you did and, and where you went? Or were they 
kind of like you, where they wanted to go somewhere else, and then they found a, a love for UAB after visiting. I think, uh, I think that that might have been a driver of me being here and hearing all the things I was involved in, but also with my sister. So my sister was the, I guess, the first one after me to go and start looking for colleges, and we did visit other ones, but she had a great fit here okay. because of the programs and well she is a biology person so what better school has a biology program yeah. like UAB especially with her love for um, genetics she was able to shape this journey and it's completely different than mine I mean we have we're not involved in anything alike she is working for Dr. Mites precision medicine lab right now and that is so important to her because she can put what she learned in the classroom directly into a lab that is saving lives yeah and that's something that undergraduate students cannot say anywhere else but here and her journey was able to take her through SciTech, so Science and Technology Honors Program, while I was in Global and Community Leadership Honors Programs, yeah. GCL, so completely dif different even honors programs, completely different paths. Um, and my brother, too, he realized that this was a good fit for him because of the cybersecurity aspect of it. He actually works in the Facebook lab with uh, Professor Gary Warner. Mm -hmm. So he's able to really hone in on the skills and the things that he really enjoys to do here at UAB. And once again, it's a completely different journey than either one of us. So ev even though we're from the same family, we are so spread wide across this entire university and we're soaking up every every everything that they have. Um, so we need just a couple more degrees to touch on every single school, I guess. I assume mom and dad have become blazers in the process. <laughs> yes, they're, they're, they're big fans. They're big fans, for sure. Alicia's UAB story hasn't ended. In fact, she's about to add a new chapter to it. Her not-too-distant future includes returning to campus, not as a student, but as a data analytics and visualization instructor in the Class School of Business. In the summer of 2020, I'll be instructing my first course, and I'm so excited about because it's a personal dream of mine, uh, was to become a professor. So this is just a little bit of a glance into the professor life yeah. of, I guess, the teaching side of being a professor because there's just so much more that professors do than just teach. Um, but I'm so excited to come on board and plan this course out and present it to students and hopefully I'll be able to captivate their attention like my attention was captivated by all of these professors. And I hope that I'll be able to tell a story and make people excited just as much as these professors have put that burning passion of learning into me. Is coming back and teaching the first step in perhaps continuing that learning even more? and? becoming doctor? <laughs> uh, potentially so. Uh, I, I, um, in the, I guess, audit profession, you're very risk averse. So you don't necessarily want to uh, make rash decisions. In my commencement speech, I actually said make wise decisions. 
and or take wise risks in life. Yeah. So this is my wise risk in life. And it's just trying a baby step forward, seeing if this is something that I enjoy, whether it is me just enjoying it as a professional and continuing this on for semesters to come um, while working full time, or if this is going to be a wake up call and something that I might say, hey, I might need to go back and get a PhD and do this for real, full time. That's Alicia Fashinska, a 2015 graduate of the UAB Collat School of Business. With her as an alumna and two siblings currently attending UAB, surely she has a good idea of what it means to be a blazer. It means to be a lifelong learner whether it is to get a second um, bachelor's degree, whether it is to get a master's degree. This is a community of people that just keep coming back for more. They're hungry for more knowledge, more education. They keep coming back for certificates that UAB has. So yeah, being a blazer is a curious, lifelong learner. If you would like to learn more about Alicia, or if you would like to download a previous episode of UAB Green and Told, visit our podcast page at alumni.uab.edu slash greenandtold. Are you interested in being a guest on a future episode? Email me at greenandtold at uab.edu. And be sure to share, like, and retweet each podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just use the hashtag UABGreenandTold. Stay on top of all of our episodes. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. And until next time, go Blazers.